Well, hello guys. Um, today it's gonna be a special episode. Um, we're gonna be interviewing David Weiss. He was um, my teacher and a good friend. So we're gonna be speaking about the different art scene in the eighties up to now and what has changed and what hasn't changed. And yeah, he's just gonna tell us all about it. Um, so David, would you please just interview? Um, would you please? What's the word? Introduce, Introduce yourself, please. <laughs> Hi, I'm David. And um, where do I get started? I'll just put it here. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Or should I hold it? All right, I'll hold it, and then we'll do this, we'll do this back and forth. Uh, David, um, I this was I knew that uh, Maria wanted to interview me, but I um, I didn't know what the topic was about, so I just got the topic. <laughs> Interesting. Why did you pick that topic for me? Just because I think you're the best person to to speak about such a thing with and to tell the people um, how it was and you've lived it all. I mean, you've told me stories with with, uh, with Andy Warhol, with the Sandy Sherman, with everyone. And I mean, where else would I find that? I think, yeah, I think that's a very special thing. All right, so let's start this way. So, um... um when I moved to New York, um, so let me back it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I got out of um, the sciences. I, I knew I wanted to do photography pretty much um, my whole life. So um, when I moved to New York, um, I was fortunate enough. I'm not going to name the school, um, but I was fortunate enough uh, to go to a, a pretty special uh, school um, for photography founded by photographers. Um, most people should know what it is just by me saying that. Um, so I'll just say I went to ICP. And um, at the time, it wasn't... It was very small. It was teeny tiny. Uh, you could... Uh, when was that? Uh, 1980... I want to say 86. It's either 86 or 87. It's probably 86. Mm. So, I mean, it was small. It was on Fifth Avenue. Uh, you walk into the building and uh, you could see Cornell Kappa um, kind of just go to his office. You know, it was basically his, his school. Uh, you could bump into the, you know, in the dark room, you would bump into uh, Joseph Kidelka. Uh, you could bump into anybody because it was kind of uh, a magnet or better. Uh, it was kind of like the, the Mecca for many photographers um, and it was set up that way so um, so there was a little bit of that and um, through some of my uh, teachers uh, instructors um, I was introduced to slowly introduced to um, kind of the art scene and the art scene was there in front of you um, it was all in Manhattan back then it wasn't Brooklyn or or Queens or the Bronx, uh, Manhattan was uh, very vibrant. It's very different. Uh, there's still some of it left over on the Lower East Side, but obviously, like most most uh, cities, uh, they started to get gentrified, uh, cleaned up, and in the process, uh, the art scene changed from um, from then uh, until now. I think I think the arts. Um, need a little bit of um grittiness and uh grime and dirty and uh some is it too neat now it's very neat i mean the the mentality is different there yeah um 
So. When did you feel more free doing art? Back then or now? And do I free in term of doing art in term of like you just told me earlier you just showed me a picture and you told me back then this picture would be uh -huh. extremely unacceptable right um but nowadays it is acceptable um is that in everything nowadays like some things are more acceptable now or in the past did you have it's a good freedom? question uh I think the free freedom was always there. I mean, you know, um, art is about also breaking the rules and expanding things and uh, looking for things. And uh, it's um, so that I mean that that was always there. It's also you know art. It's also dependent on what's happening um, socially. Hi, uh, what's happening socially and. Um, at the moment, um, it's it's um, contingent on a lot of factors. I I, th I do think um, I think the freedom is is there and I mean it was there back then and today. Yeah. Okay. Also, um, I was also younger, yeah. so uh, there's a lot of uh, I was involved with a lot of craziness. Mm. Um, so let's see. What's the difference between then and now? I think um, I think the big difference between then and now. Let's let me just start generically. Um, first of all, um, to be an artist or let's just say a photographer, you didn't have to graduate with a degree. Not that it's extremely necessary now either, but. Mm -hmm. uh, you just went and did your your work, your craft. Um, eventually, uh, then it was a question of desire and where you wanted to go. Um, those that were a little bit more ambitious would end up in um, New York, London, or Paris mm -hmm. uh, for photography, and hopefully, uh, you'd fall into the right circles. Yeah. Uh, that was done in very, I mean, in various ways. But the photography community back then was smaller, and um, so ICP was a way for, um, you know, to fall into the, the circle, mm -hmm. uh, which was small. Um, pretty much like at Thanksgiving dinner, you would find all the, you know, pretty much all the greats, like the well-known photographers having mm -hmm. dinner together. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and that's something you don't see now. Well, it's because uh, it's because of the internet and social media and just the being connected uh, in a different way. Yeah. Um, so, you know, pretty much um, that's a whole other can of worms for me. Okay, and that's that definitely is a factor that has changed uh, the art scene. Yeah. Okay. There was uh, let's 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 say that there were the uh, key, you know the uh, gatekeepers mm -hmm. uh, that were located mm -hmm. in uh, New York, London, and Paris. Yeah. Um, and, um, I, you know, L.A. had its own scene as well. Mm. It, was, it was different. Um, I would say Tokyo also, uh, but that could be, you know, in San Francisco maybe. Um, that could be pushing it. But the main ones, I think, at least for me, were New York, London and Paris. Um, I never did the Paris scene. Um, I spent a little time in London. I remember mm. that. Um, so, 
um, they were, yeah, they were gatekeepers and you would have to basically uh, think of it as a ladder or a pyramid and you would start at the bottom and work your way up and slowly someone would say, hey, why don't you show your work here and why don't you get it, they would introduce you there or you'd bump into someone, you would make friends with them that were within the, let's call it within the, you know, that were part of this whole, uh, this pyramid and um, depending on where you wanted to go, if you wanted to go into documentary photography, and that still exists today, um, but you would, you, know, you would go for any of the major magazines, hopefully they would pick you up, um, or a couple of the agencies that were around. Um, uh, one definitely that's still extremely important is Magnum. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's kind of fallen to the wayside just because um, the ability to publish. Because back then you could only publish through them, via them, you know. And they knew, they knew who the gallery owners were. And it was just a whole, you know, there was, it was just another method. Uh, today everyone, can, you can publish yourself. You <laughs> yeah. know, you can even publish your own book. Yeah. Um, are, yeah. are you with the, the, this social media change nowadays? Because you can... I don't know, go on Instagram, for example, and you would see hundreds of photographers or a person even like, I don't know, they they take it as a hobby and they'll still call themselves photographers. And are you with that or you're not with that? Uh, well, to start off with, I'm not on uh, social media. I mean, I have a yeah. Facebook account, um, yeah. but that's, and I have a website, but that's really it. Um, yeah. I'm not... Uh, and how I haven't you, I haven't made up my mind. I, I generally do not like <laughs> social media. I really, I mean, I don't like Instagram, and I don't like yeah. um, most of the social platforms. I think they're um, so. Back to your whole thing. You, you used a, an interesting word. You said hobby. Mm-hmm. I don't think many people use that word anymore because uh, before, let's just call it pre-digital. Yeah. Um, you were either a photographer. Mm-hmm. Or you were a hobby photographer, yeah. okay, which meant that you just enjoyed it. You, just enjoyed it. Yeah. you printed it for yourself. Yeah. It wouldn't definitely would not get published anywhere. Yeah. You show it to your family members, and mm-hmm. and that's it. Um, for you, memories, our memories, or even if you were like uh, you you were into, I'm making this up, uh, into like some desert landscape scene. Yeah. But it's not that it would go anywhere, yeah. you know. Um, in order for it to go somewhere, you one would have to go to the gatekeepers, let's put it that way, mm-hmm. or get involved or uh, have it shown. I mean, you could, obviously, you know, you could work for a local small newspaper, but the, the reach of your work was, it was very limited. Yeah. Um, so, anyhow, uh, social media. I... I there's no hobby photographers anymore. No one calls themselves. You're, everyone almost immediately becomes, instantly becomes a professional photographer. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, it's, you know, who validates them as a photographer? Is it all the followers? Is it all the likes that you get mm-hmm. or what one gets as a photographer? Is that really, I, you know, I'm not... Uh, uh, what's the criteria mm-hmm. you know I don't think there's any criteria to 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 put yeah you may like something but 
but it doesn't necessarily mean it's good. Yeah. And I see this constantly with um, with uh, incoming students. So um, most of them have very little knowledge also about the, the history of photography mm-hmm. or the photographers of the past. Uh, I'll give you an example. Everyone, I was I was at a I was at a store. Uh, a camera store. I was at a Leica store and uh, I came in and um, with my camera and I had it attached to a flash. The camera was attached to a flash but with a, with a cord. So it's an off-camera mm-hmm. flash and I hand-hold it and I've been shooting this way for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the person behind the counter who's pretty young said, oh, uh, Bruce Gilden style. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who don't know Bruce Gilden, go take a look at Bruce Gilden. It's, not, it's because he's just well-known socially, mm-hmm. and he's a great photographer. I mean, this is valid. He's a magnum photographer. But no one, he's not the only one. This, that's just the way one would shoot, yeah. you know, yeah. in the 80s and the 90s. Yeah. Okay? Um, you, either had, you had it off camera, you either handheld it, or you put it on a bracket. So... Uh, it's not a Bruce Gilden style. That point being is that there's no history, there's no roots, there's no background to that. So um, that's very common today. So back to the social. Uh, I don't, I don't, you know, I really, I think it's actually done more damage than that's what I think. I don't know if damage is the right word, but it's made photography a little bit more frivolous um, I don't think it has the same weight as it did before. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I don't know, but that's, that's just the way the, I feel about the, it. The, the whole art scene in general, um, social media just degraded the, the art scene in general. And I, I mean, for me, I 100% agree that... Art is for everyone. Art should be for everyone. And then, but at the same time, if we look at it, they say, oh, like in the 800s, whatever, art only used to be for the elite, for the monarch, but now it's for everyone. But again, is it really just because is it, it's in social media? A lot of people have access to it. A lot of people can see it. Yes, great. That, that's doing a good thing. But is it really for everyone? Is it really that everyone can afford it, that everyone can enjoy it at the same the same way that it should be enjoyed? Um, so yeah, it did, like it did do some good, but at the same time, it just we have this idea in our head that now it's accessible more than ever, but it it really isn't um, at the same time, and that's what I think. But but yeah, um, please continue and tell us. No, I mean, I think, I think I pretty much said what I wanted, you know, what I yeah. what I wanted to say on the subject. I mean, it's uh, there. There's always some good that comes out of it because there yeah. might be someone that is in the middle, you know, that's, that's from I don't know, middle of Siberia, you know, somewhere in the, somewhere yeah. <laughs> somewhere in the Amazon. I don't know. I'm trying to pick remote places, but somewhere that comes from a remote place that that does have something yeah. uh, to say visually. Yeah. Uh, and this is a very, you know, it's a, it's a, one can publish yeah. and be and be discovered. Hundred uh, percent. So there is, but the, the, you know, the drawback is that's one out of how many. Yeah. 
you know and um, I always find kind of fascinating that if you go on to if you go on Facebook and you type in photographer and you have everyone's photography profile uh, or portfolio there and really 99% of it is is horrendous mm. it's really horrendous um, so uh, so that's a judgment but it's it's, it's yeah. a valid judgment yeah. uh, so that's pretty much uh, that's the way I feel about it I mean anyone can publish it's no different look it's no different than you know for any any medium it could mm-hmm. be art mm-hmm. it could I'm sorry it could be I mean it's, it's no different for, from any medium it yeah. could be writing mm-hmm. uh, it's just as long as you can publish uh, you know that's uh, that gets you out there. I I don't know. And then what's the name of the game? Are, you know, those that publish are they going for the likes? Are they going for the followers? Um, are they going for what are they going for? What's their you know? Are they going? Hopefully, they'll become uh, some kind of trendsetter, I guess, and and make money off of that. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a whole nother ball game. I really I really I find it absolutely hilarious uh, where photographers you know it's become a lifestyle you know Mm. to be a photographer there's a lifestyle to it you know backpack with your cameras which is absolutely ridiculous because you can never you can't access your lenses if you're out shooting so the only kind of photography that one does with a backpack is literally to go up a mountain or you know you're traveling somewhere and that's where you have to take all your equipment out at that one location or most of it um maybe you skateboard there i don't know (laughs) Uh, you might have a, uh, you know, a hipster beard, uh, I would imagine, I, you know, and you dress a certain way. I have yeah. no clue. But it's, that's, you know. But, that. but I think also social media is affecting, like, like you said, it's how many likes they got or whatever. But sometimes you actually have a really good photographer, but no one likes their work. Like no one is appreciating their work. And that's, that's coming because how many people like them or how many people... Uh, said oh it's a it's a great thing even though they're really good and i I think that's that's also very effectful in a a negative way as well which shouldn't be that way it's paradoxical i don't think it should be that way either but it's it's paradoxical yeah uh so you know it's it's also something that you can't fight against yeah you know that's not going to change um i do never say never Never say never. Never say never. Okay. All right. Never say never. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it, it's, prob- it's probably not going to change. <laughs> I'll say probably then. Uh, it's just the, the way it's gone now. It's, it, I, think, um, I think social media is, uh, is kind of the, uh, the bow of the boat, as they yeah. say in Italian. But, I mean, it, it is. It's the... It's, it's the it sets the trend. I mean, it's true for news as well. Uh, if you take a look at a lot of, you know, most of you know, what's written in the New York Times, it's like the New York Times is following, you know, what's on a Twitter feed more than going out and doing, you know, their own. They do do it. I mean, I'm not saying they don't, but a lot of times in the news, it's like, they're, it's like following a Twitter. They followed a Twitter feed, and that's where they got their news story from mm-hmm. or their idea from, yeah. you know. And so they, it kind of like, feeds into the whole so it's, it's everything that the art scene shouldn't be yeah basically. well it's kind of 
funny. I mean, the arts also follows. The arts is based on what's happening socially, you know, mm. and this is happening socially. So mm. let's maybe, maybe it is going in the right direction. Mm. I don't know. So mm. it's uh, this is something that one can you know kind of talk for you know talk about for a while. Yeah. Um, I don't think that there are many um, artists or photographers out there that truly um, understand everything from semiotics to uh, to the history of uh, their medium uh, to whatever. Uh, there's just uh, I think that's 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 an issue. Maybe it's important. Maybe it's not. But at least the gatekeepers should be um, should be aware of that. Mm. Some of the gatekeepers are anywhere there. Always appreciate the old school. Always, always. Well, always. I mean, we come from somewhere. Yeah, so exactly. And if we don't know that, I think that's a huge problem. I mean, you don't have to follow it necessarily. You don't have to wo- uh, work by its rules, but be knowledgeable about it, appreciate it, respect it, and then go your way. Right. Um, it might change something or two in you. Right. Uh, old school always, always. So it's always an important thing, I think, for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of like, uh, all right, so I don't know where to go yeah. with this now. Um, I, could well, you, like, say, I don't know, an advice for younger oh God. younger photographers or anything you would want to say at all? Uh, geez, I think there's more opportunity than ever because of, uh, because how, you know, how connected we are. Mm. Um, don't think you're going to make a lot of money off of it. Mm. You should really do it, uh, because, uh, I don't like to use the word passion, but you should do it because, uh, you, you truly believe in it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you do it because of that and for yourself and not for, uh, not sure the recognition that'll come that can come later mm. um, and yeah. uh, if if you're true and honest about your work um, chances are you'll you'll do well yeah. you know that's that's you know don't do what you love people do what you love sure absolutely <laughs> uh, uh, this is not yeah, sorry. No, go. No, no, it's, uh, you know, it's not, I don't know if, you know, it's good to get a degree in the field that you, uh, that you're interested in, which it's, it's, it's definitely possible, mm-hmm. whether it's uh, ceramics or, <laughs> or, or photography yeah. or, uh, you know, visual communications, definitely. I, I just, you know, I would do that because you can always fall back on, um, on something else with your, with your degree. Because not everyone really makes it. Some get burnt out. Some become disappointed also. Hmm. Um, so there's a... Yeah. So that's pretty, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's a lot of more things that one could say. But <laughs> we're going on 23 minutes. Maybe we just bored everybody. It's um, been a real pleasure, David. Thank okay. you. Well, you're welcome. All Come right. back anytime. <laughs>